In this video, I'm going to share how you can learn a language in 10 days. Wow, that sounds kind of crazy, right? But from the stories and experiences I'll share, you'll see that I basically did that, and with a difficult language, too. Now, when I say learn the language, I don't mean become completely fluent, where you could talk about any topic in that language. That's not realistic. But I do mean getting to a certain proficiency level where you can have basic conversations um, with a lot of different people about a variety of different topics. Um, so that's what I did. I did it in Thailand with actually a pretty difficult language. And I'm going to explain why I did it, how I did it, and what the end results were. Um, and I usually talk about learning Spanish and just want to point out, Thai is much more difficult than Spanish. So if you apply the principles that I'm going to share, you can definitely get pretty good at Spanish in 10 days. Uh, so check it out. I'm going to go through those topics in order, kind of like what the background was, um, how I did it, and what the end result was. And then you can see how that would apply on your next trip or your next uh, language learning experience, be that in Thai or perhaps an easier language like Spanish. So back in 2017, I went on a vacation to Thailand. I'd never been there before. Um, and so I decided to try and learn the language, and here's why. Um, so I was going just long enough to kind of make it worth my while to learn the language. So technically a little more than 10 days, but uh, still learned a lot in the first 10 days. So I went there for two and a half weeks, um, and I was traveling alone. I'd never been there before. I was just going to kind of explore and that sort of thing. Um, and I had never, I hadn't tried to learn any new language in a long, 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 long time, a couple decades. And... I hadn't ever tried to learn an Asian language or one of the languages that have the tones where like the way you say the word can completely change the meaning of it, whether you inflect up or down or whatnot. And so, and I also hadn't tried to learn a language that had different characters and that sort of thing, um, as opposed to like a basically an English alphabet. So I thought it would be an interesting experiment and would make it maybe make it more fun to be able to try to talk to the people since I was traveling by myself. So that's basically why I did this experiment of going to Thailand and trying to learn the language very quickly. All right, so now I'm going to explain how I went about doing that. So before I started the trip, there were basically two main principles that I had in mind that I thought would help me accomplish this. Um, and number one is the 80-20 principle. So maybe you're familiar with it. If not, it basically means that usually there's 20% of whatever that will give you 80% of the results. So in language learning, there's certainly 20% of the words that are used at least 80% of the time or you know certain principles that will help you more than the others and so forth. Um, so I tried to really focus on the most common words, the words that would actually be very practical to use and not get into a bunch of like esoteric mumbo-jumbo like you might learn in school sometimes. So that's the first principle. And then the other one was making sure I used all my senses. Because a lot of times when people try to learn a language, they just either just look at it on the paper or they just listen to it. You know, so they're only using one of their senses. But if you use all of your senses, you can learn a lot faster. So I was just going to make a point of hearing it, seeing it, feeling it in my mouth, um, and any other senses I can get involved, like eating some Thai food or something. <laughs> But th so that's what I had in mind before I started the trip was to really focus on the 80-20 and on using all my senses. So what did I do before my trip? Well, this uh, I'm not really counting this towards the 10 days. If I say you're going to learn a language in 10 days, because doing a little bit of study beforehand almost doesn't count because we've all taken a few Spanish classes or whatever. So you kind of have that background. So basically what I was doing was the equivalent of maybe taking like one Thai class in high school. <laughs> but what I did before my trip was I downloaded a few apps 
um, and started using those to learn just some really common words and to kind of learn the basic pronunciation. So there were two free apps that just have like a list of uh, phrases, list of words. So I learned the numbers and I learned greetings and things like that from those apps. And then I downloaded the Mango Language app. Um, and they have a free two-week trial, or at least they did at the time. Um, and then it costs like 20 bucks a month if you keep using it. And that kind of tries to take you through really common phrases, and you can hear the pronunciation. And um, so that's what I started doing before the trip and on the flight over because it was like a 13-hour flight. So I spent maybe about an hour a day on average for about 10 days beforehand. That's not the 10 days that I'm talking about to learn a language, but that's kind of what I did. What I did. So by the time I was done with that, I'd learned how to count like one to a hundred, um, how to say basic greetings, how are you, what's your name, um, and like where's the bathroom, and I, where are you from, I'm from America. So a little conversation and a little usefulness um, with the numbers and the directions and things like that. All right, let's get into the meat of this topic. How did I actually go about trying to learn a language in 10 days? Um, so when I went to Thailand, what did I do? Um, so again, I was traveling alone. So that's a huge advantage if you ever want to try this yourself. Travel alone, but be safe. Um, <laughs> but what I did was I continued to study. So I'd, I'd study for maybe about an hour a day, mostly with the Mango Languages app. I had bought a book, but the book proved pretty useless because with this particular type of language, reading was useless. Um, even though they tried to spell it out phonetically, it just wasn't clear enough how to pronounce the words. Even I spent a couple of days trying to figure it out. But anyway, it turned out I just needed to hear it um, and kind of see a way of writing it as well. But I always needed to hear it and to learn this Asian language with the tones and all that. So I spent about an hour a day working on it, practicing. And then when I went out, I just looked for opportunities to talk. Now, I didn't have to say a whole lot. I started with easy things to kind of build my confidence, like, hi, hi, how are you? And then I eventually would go up to like a food vendor or somebody and be like, give me two of that or, you know, some kind of simple phrase that I'd kind of figured out how to say. And then later in the day, I would continue to look for opportunities to talk to people. Now, you might be wondering, how do you find opportunities to talk to people when you're in a foreign land like this? And basically, the answer is you ask very simple questions. Just ask a simple question in that language and see what happens. And so one example that I used a lot was I would ask in Thai, I would ask, do you speak English? And if they said yes, then maybe I would switch to English for a second and ask them how to say something in Thai that I didn't know how to say. Um, and if they said no, then I would follow up with some other simple question in Thai. Like, um, what, you know, how, how do I get to a bathroom or how do I get to a restaurant or where's the bus stop or something? Any question didn't matter if it was really actually something I needed to know, as long as it sounded kind of like a legitimate question, <laughs> then it would give me a chance to practice. And, and sometimes it was useful to know, even if I didn't realize it, you know, it's good to know where the bus stop is or good to know where the nearest bathroom is or whatever. So asking those simple questions and then kind of following up and seeing how long the conversation goes after that. So as a result of those kinds of conversations, some of the things I didn't know at first and I wasn't learning from the apps or a book, but that were really useful to know were how to say phrases like, just kidding, funny, delicious, right? Really? Um, so those are all super useful, but I wasn't like really figuring those out from the, from the apps and stuff. So when I was able to ask someone who actually knew, then, then that was good. So like, for example, if you want to kind of say something you think is funny, make a joke, it's good to know how to say, just kidding, right? 
<laughs> in case they don't realize it's a joke at first, right? So that's an example of something you won't learn from a book probably. <laughs> um, so one thing, another thing I did in addition to practicing with the apps and talking to people is I kept a phrase book. So it was just a silly little notebook that I bought in Thailand. And then I'll show you a close-up of some of these pages. Um, so like this first page has words like yes, no, hello, goodbye, how are you, I'm fine. So as you can see, it's just kind of starting with some of the most useful vocabulary. Um, and then it have little notations about how to do the intonation, like chai, my chai, for like yes and no. And then uh, on the second page, you can see like today, weather, this, uh, a connecting word like a conjunction, polite endings, and so forth. And then the little notations like wani, uh, is how you say today we have to kind of go up on the up or hit the high note on the second syllable. Um, so the phrase book was really useful because I went on the subway a lot. And when I was on the subway, I would do one of two things. I would either review my phrase book or I would talk to somebody by asking a simple question and going from there. Like which stop is the museum? You know, <laughs> it's like any little, any simple question, you know, enough vocab to be able to say, um, or that one, like, do you speak English and kind of go from there. And um, so I'd either, again, review my phrase book or I would talk to somebody. So then I took advantage of that time. So there are tons and tons and tons and tons and tons of opportunities to talk to people when you're traveling like this, but it helps if you're traveling alone. That actually makes it easier. By the way, I forgot to mention earlier, this is a t-shirt I got in Thailand that I'm wearing in honor of this moment. Um, it says same, same, because that's what they say. Same, same, instead of saying it's the same, because that's a way more complicated phrase. They just say same, same. <laughs> So one thing that I thought was really, really interesting was how the natives reacted to me, to my speaking a little bit of Thai with them, speaking seemingly proficient, but with a relatively limited vocabulary, right? Um, and so for a little background, think about all the people that travel to Thailand, but how often do those people learn how to speak in Thai? There's tons and tons of tourists, but they rarely learn more than just a few words when they go. Um, so I was the exception. I was the oddball, the person who actually learned how to correctly pronounce several different words and phrases, um, a variety of different things. And so when I would go up to somebody and talk a little bit, they were often kind of completely surprised, like, what in the world? How is this weird white person speaking Thai and actually sounds good? Um, so, so they were very surprised because I think not because it was so difficult to do, but because people hardly ever do it. And so like a typical conversation would be, um, after I say a few phrases in Thai, they would say, wow, you can speak Thai. Of course they're speaking, saying this in Thai. Um, and I would say, I can speak Thai a little bit. And they would say, no, not a little bit, really good. And I would say, um, I can speak a little bit because of course I knew that my vocabulary was still relatively limited. Um, so I didn't want to like make them think I was really fluent, but they were super impressed because my pronunciation was actually good since I practiced the pronunciation a lot. So kind of crazy how that happened. And for example, towards the end of my trip, um, I talked with, with this lady who insisted she did not believe that I'd only been working on Thai for a few weeks. Um, and then I met these guys who said they, they assumed at first that I'd been in Thailand for five or 10 years. And then I remember talking to this just meeting these people um, one evening on the near a beach. Um, and I was sitting there kind of talking to one of them a little bit. And then th their friends came up or whatever. And they were like, listen to this guy. You're not going to believe this, basically. They were like saying that in Thai. Um, and because they were just so surprised that anyone even bothered to learn Thai, <laughs> basically, because hardly anyone ever does. And of course, as I mentioned earlier, Thai is a difficult language. 
And that's one of the reasons people don't bother. Um, but if you're going to do this with a different language like Spanish, it's going to be way easier. So of course, if I'm going to talk about how impressed people were, I should probably also mention there were a lot of humbling experiences as well. Um, for example, sometimes I would say a word over and over and over again, and because the person didn't seem to be understanding. And then at the end, they'd be like, oh, you were trying to say this, and they would say it. And I would think that sounded almost exactly the same as what I was trying to say. <laughs> but if you just don't quite get the pronunciation right, it, they might not know what you're saying. And it's way harder in a language like that where the sounds are different and the tones can change the meaning of the word. Um, and then other times, you know, uh, the conversation would go off the rails pretty quickly, perhaps because somebody just started talking about something that I didn't understand. And so I would just have to say, I don't understand, <laughs> you know, like, and kind of laugh or something, and then kind of redirect the conversation to something that I actually could understand or whatever. Yep. So, um, so was it that impressive? Yes and no. Very few people do it. It took some effort, but I still had my limitations. Um, but despite those limitations, I was able to talk about a, a lot of different things. I could ask a lot of different questions, get to know you, where things are, um, all the numbers, and, and several other things like where are you from and, and all these things. So pretty conversant, but only on relatively basic topics in a difficult language. So that's kind of the summary of it <laughs> in that sense. So to kind of tie it together, what are the actual keys to success if you want to learn a language in about 10 days? So again, I took more than 10 days in Thailand, but by the, by the time I'd spent 10 days, I was pretty conversant. So I basically did it. Um, and you could make, if you do the same thing with an easier language, you could probably make five times as much progress, literally, because it's at least five times as hard um, to learn Thai versus, say, Spanish. So what are the keys to success? How can you do it? Well, the keys to success, and by the way, it helps if you're traveling alone, as I've mentioned a couple times, it's easier to do all these things, but put in consistent effort. You don't need a lot of time, you just need to do it consistently. So even if it's just 10 or 15 minutes a day of like studying and practicing on your own, and then you go out and you practice, basically. So putting in the consistent effort, like doing it some each day, makes a huge difference. Um, another one is to use all your senses. Don't just look, don't just listen. Do all of those things. Look, read, listen talk. Talking is the hardest part, so make sure you do that. And, you know, anything else that you would, even if you want to use like kinesthetic movements to help you remember stuff, it's probably not a bad idea. Um, use the 80-20. So focus on the most useful, most practical vocabulary. Um, like spend your time on that versus like stuff that, you know, you might need to use once in a blue moon. Um, practice, 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 practice. So ult I read this book called Ultra Learning. And they made the point, if you're learning something new, you need to try to use it in real life as soon as possible while you're learning. Don't study for a year and then go try to use it. Use it on day one. Use what you learned on day one. Um, and so that goes along with what I'm saying, which is make sure you practice. Like go out there and look for even small opportunities to practice. Just do it. Don't be afraid. People aren't going to... Um, you know, laugh you off the street. They might chuckle once in a while, but, um, <laughs> but it's get over your embarrassment and just do it. You got to practice. And then, um, number five is use repetition. So in other words, you know, review things. So when I would write things down in my phrase book, I wouldn't know it right away, but if I reviewed it even just two or three times, then that was enough that I would be able to recall it when I needed it to use it in a conversation. So if you apply those five principles, there's a good chance you can make a ton of progress, even if you just do about a 10-day um, trip or experience or whatever to try to learn a language such as Spanish. 
And if you're currently trying to learn Spanish, I've got some more resources for you. Here's a video that goes over how to pronounce all the words in Spanish, because that's really important, right? That would make it way easier than what I was doing in Thai, where I just had to listen and memorize everything. And here's a really high-yield playlist with beginner Spanish topics, such as the most common words, which is something you want to learn if you're trying to learn Spanish. So check those out. I'll catch you next time.